0: Our thoughts and prayers are with uh, DeMar Hamlin and his family and his loved ones and um, his teammates, the coaches, the entire Bills organization. We've always had a great deal of respect for them. Um, I think that's grown much deeper, obviously, um, with what we've all seen transpire. And um, so certainly we're pulling for DeMar, uh, hoping for the most positive outlook and uh, looking forward to him seeing all the support that he's getting from um, his team, his community. Um, people around the league, his family. Um, that'll be a great day when he's able to see that. Uh, I also want to point out a lot of other people that, that I thought just did an outstanding job handling the situation the other day. Um, you know, all the medical professionals that were involved, the Bill's trainers, the Bill's doctors, um, our trainers, our doctors, the paramedics, the emergency response team. Um, I thought that they were on it. They were composed. Um, it was a it was obviously a complicated situation on the field that everybody was trying to process. And for me personally, being down there and seeing the composure that everybody involved had, um, you know, obviously not knowing how, how the situation is going to unfold, I was led to believe that it was going to be positive because of how they handled it. And I think that's important to point out that they were prepared and uh, that they gave DeMar the best chance. Um, so that that was that was well done by all of them. And uh, I was really impressed and, and thankful for, for Um, The work they'd put in to be ready for moments like that and the way they handled it, I think was important for everybody to see. I also want to point out University Hospital, you know, the doctors and the nurses that are over there helping DeMar and his family. uh, The security over there that's doing their best to to, uh, allow them to maintain their privacy. Obviously, as an organization, we're doing everything we can to support them, um, but at the same time, give them privacy. And so um, I think that's something you've really seen both communities rally around Buffalo, Cincinnati, uh, the NFL community really, really rally around uh, DeMar and the Bills, and um, we're doing everything we can to support them and make them feel comfortable, but at the same time make sure that they have privacy as a family to um, to manage this situation. Uh, I, I also want to point out the officials. Sean Smith and his his crew, I thought, did a tremendous job um, handling a, a situation in which there was no rule book, there's no protocols for how to handle that. Uh, I thought that they, they really um, – did a good job of, of um, everyone that was on the field could, could feel the seriousness of the situation. And, and they did a great job of, of stepping back and, and asking uh, the bills what they needed, us what we needed, uh, giving us the space to process. Um, I, I thought that they just did a tremendous job of, of allowing all that to unfold and, and everybody getting to the decision that ultimately it was to get to. But I, I thought that Sean and his, his crew um, really, really managed a difficult situation in which there's really not much precedence that I've ever been a part of. Uh, I thought that they handled that really well, and and again, just Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean and the entire organization, um, you know, their, their support in the moment for Demar, and you could just see how that team felt about him and the impact he has on them. Um, you know, just just uh, was class all the way. I, I always knew Sean. Um, not, you know, we, we didn't, we never worked together, never, never had a meal together or anything, but always had respect for him. But seeing the way that he handled his team, um, you know, just deepened that respect for him and, and, verified everything that I always thought he was about as a man. And, um, you know, just to kind of give context of, of what we were dealing with on the field as it happened. Um, cause I've, I've watched the TV copy just to kind of see what everybody else saw. And if you think about it, we're on the field We've been in that situation many times where there's an injury to an opponent and you give them the space to operate. And, and um, so as our team made it on the field and you could see the reaction uh, of the players that were out there and how they were impacted, mostly their guys, a couple of our guys, you could you could quickly see the seriousness of the nature that it was different than anything we'd experienced. And during those moments, uh, all everyone's hoping for is the best case scenario with DeMar. No one's processing whether this is a game is going to be played or delayed that that's not going through anyone's mind. I, I've seen that. I've seen the TV copies now and everybody else was kind of forced to think that way because, because they're not down there in the moment. Um, so people get a chance to process what's going to happen. That, that never crossed any of our minds. It was just, how is this player going to going to be okay? So then when the, the uh, ambulance starts to pull away is really the first moment anyone gets to even think about anything. And, and in that moment, um, you know, it came together with Sean McDermott and the officials kind of led the way there. And, and it was determined, you know, just to, just to take a few moments as teams to, to just process what had happened and separate and go to our sidelines and uh, just take a few moments to process because no one had had that chance. You know, I, I look at Sean and those players, all they were doing is looking at their teammate and their brother and, and hoping for the best there. That's the only thing going through their minds. I, I didn't say a word to anybody the entire time except for TB. Um, who who knew DeMar, and and I could tell that he was going through it. So I could just see the expressions on Jordan Poyer's face and Josh Allen's face and TB's face, and so you're processing just, uh, um, you know, how how, uh, awful the situation was. We separated his teams. Uh, The officials, again, did a great job of coming over to me and saying, hey, um, you know, they're they're still trying to process this moment here, uh, Coach McDermott and their team. And so um, instead of playing telephone on separate sidelines, the decision was made just to go over there and, and make sure we're all, you know, talking together. And and I won't disclose um, any of the private conversations Sean and I had except for this. When I got over there, uh, the first thing he said was, I need to be at the hospital tomorrow, and I shouldn't be coaching this game. And so that, to me, provides all the clarity because there, there was no uh, unprecedented is the word that gets thrown out a lot about this situation because that's what it is. Uh, but in that moment, he really... Uh, showed who he was that that all his focus was just on Demar and being there for him, being there for his family at the hospital, and and at that point, um, I think everybody everything trended in the in the direction it needed to trend, and the right decisions were made there. But um, again, just just uh, the way that I, I really felt Sean McDermott led in that moment for his players. He was there for his players. He he processed the right way, which is incredibly difficult, and. Uh, and really helped us get to the, the solution that we needed to get to um, I think was, was really good. So um, that's, that's, that's really um, all I have about the situation. Um, again, the, the thoughts and prayers should be with DeMar and his family, the support with the Buffalo bills. Obviously we've got people on our team that are affected that knew DeMar from high school, Cal Tyler Boyd played with him, plenty of guys are around him in the offseason that had relationships with them and um, so we'll continue to support those guys and our players and our team. Uh, but again, a lot of support goes to the Buffalo Bills and, and DeMar and his family. What's been the message uh, to the team in the, in the times you've spoken like on? Today was today the first time you got everybody back in the building? Yeah, the, player, the players were in a little bit yesterday. Some guys got their lifts, um, communicated a lot to the captains, just to keep them uh, of, of abreast of the situation. And then we'll meet this afternoon as a team. What, what did you- uh, you know, there, there's a lot of things I think that we'll just keep private as, as we manage the situation the best we can, and um, that's one of those things we'll keep to ourselves. As the leader of this team, how do you walk the balance of obviously what people are dealing with mentally, yeah. what happened on Monday, but also knowing you do have to play a really important game on Sunday, like how, how do you deal with that as the leader of this yeah, team? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, Vinny Ray, our team chaplain, um, has helped with, with his messaging to a lot of different people that way. And, and one of the things I've taken from that is uh, you, you do have to move forward as a team because we do have a game to play on Sunday and, and we do have to move focus towards that. But at the same time, you don't have to move past the situation that's, that's happening right now. And we can still provide support for the players uh, that need more of that, for their family who's still two miles away here at University Hospital, um, for the Bills. So, um, so you're able to, to have space to do that um, at the same time as a team move forward to focusing on uh, Baltimore on Sunday. Has there ever been anything in your career, Zach, that compares to this or gives you some type of background to help you handle something like that? No, not like this. You know, I've, I've never um, been a part of, of um, something like that on the field. And, um, again, there, there's no protocols for that. You just have to – it's different when you're on the field – and you can see the expressions and feel the, the, the moment, you know, and um, that that, uh, that part was hard to process in real time. And then um, as you step away and, and you get a couple of minutes to do that, you're able to process a little bit more. And um, again, like I said, I, th- I think we all moved in the right direction there. Uh, you know, the, the, it's just I want to respect the privacy of their family with all that and and uh, what they're going through right now. And, um, again, allow them to feel supported from those who are here locally and with the Bills, and um, hopefully that they're feeling that. Like you said, there's no handbook, but you talked about the officials. What about your team, the fans? I mean, the way everybody yes. themselves pretty, pretty strong. Yeah, and, and that's that's another part of it, you know, is, um, again, as, as the teams are in their locker rooms and – um, in, instead of, you know, just staying in, in in our locker room and Bills being in their locker room, which is halfway around the stadium, and um, you know the league trying to trying to go back and forth, it appeared just the easier thing was just to me go down there and await the information closer. So so people weren't running down the hallways. Um, while that was happening, you know, our captains came down the hallway at me and. Um, they told me that they wanted to speak to their captains for the Bills, and, and at the moment, I, I wasn't. I wasn't sure how to take that information. I wasn't sure what the right thing to do there was. Um, I told that to Sean. Sean went and got his captains. When you saw both those groups of players interacting, you immediately knew that was the right decision. You know, to see. Uh, I think both sides needed that, both both sets of players, the the, the leaders on the teams. Um, so for them to come together, I, I, it really. Again, I just I stood back and watched, and you could tell that's something that that both locker rooms needed, and uh, so I'm I'm appreciative that our captains responded that way, and that was that was the thought to do that. Um, ton of respect for for Josh Allen, uh, Jordan Poy, the group of captains that they had that came out of the locker room, Stephon Diggs, Case Keenum. I saw a bunch of other guys, so uh, Mitch Morse. So uh, you know it was it, there's certainly I think those guys all all hand out the right way with the class. Coach, Well, that, that's part of what you deal with. I, I think talking about it and, and, and what you saw and what you felt helps the situation as well. Um, you know, it is – It's make no mistake that this was a, a man that was in their locker room that they had deep relationships with, that they had helped grow and develop and um, spent a lot of time with, you know, whereas um, I, I didn't have that relationship with them. I never I never saw him on the field. And so um, I, I don't pretend to, to – uh, have gone through what a lot of those other people went through, and so um, there, there's a lot of processing that people that are that are much closer have to just just as respect for other human beings. It, it hurts your heart um, to however you saw it unfold. It, it's uh, unfortunate, and then um, you know to to know that there's family in the hospital. Um, you know there's there's a mother whose son's in there, and uh, you know to have kids yourself that that is a little closer. No, I you know I I don't have any information. Um, I I just want to clarify. I I was I've only seen them momentarily. Um, So again, I I don't want to go down that road. But any information about his health will will come from other people. Hear that from his family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, we're we're all praying for the best possible outcome here. And so so any information that's trending in a positive direction is um, no matter what the timing of that is is what everybody hopes to hear and has has prayed about. Exactly, and then we also. I think um, everyone needed needed just moments to process what had happened, because again, that that's really why I wanted to divulge the situation. While everyone was on the field firsthand feeling and seeing the emotions that were happening, not one person was thinking about what was about to happen. And so until that mm-hmm. ambulance drove away, it was probably the first moment where anybody even thought about why we were on the field in the first place. And uh, I think everyone just needed a few moments to process, separate, process, and then, and then ultimately, um, the officials did a great job of just allowing us to do that. And then, and then once you get win that, um, you know, Buffalo needs to talk about it a little bit more, particularly Sean. That's why we went over there. And then again, when Sean, when when the first thing out of Sean's mouth is, "I need to be at the hospital with with uh, Demar," that kind of a no-brainer for everybody who is involved in that conversation to let us separate and and uh, let the NFL take the next steps, which they did. So okay. that, that's all I have on that. How about that? specifically what ended up leading to the game being postponed? Well, I, I don't know the information on all that. I just know we, we got our players in the locker room, um, gave them – gave. There, there really wasn't much information to give. There's a lot to process. Again, unprecedented is the word that comes up a lot because it is. And I think um, you, you don't – you want to gather all the information before people make a decision. Um, I'm not a decision maker in that situation. I just wanted to make sure that we all had the accurate information at the same time. And um, ultimately, we, we ultimately, those who make the decision got to the right decision. And that's all that matters.
1: Yeah, just, to, just to
0: clarify again, real quick. Um, so when you guys, because I think we saw y'all warming up first before both defense and them taking the field for yeah. the game and be suspended and postponed. Was that just a matter of guys getting loose just in case, and there was no directive that hey, you guys are
1: returning to play? Right.
0: I, I didn't feel any directive that guys started to start warming up. It was just let's particularly give Buffalo space to process as a team because they had not done that. They had just been there for Demar, and um, so then we've been through this situation a million times where there's an injury on the field, something happens on the field, and just the natural processes. You know, you gave yourself a couple minutes. Really, I believe there's so much that happened that I I can't even really recall. Um, My process of remembering is is that that's really just what unfolded. There was no push for anything to happen. It was just let's let's let these moments play out and see what the next step is as people get a chance to get their minds right and and ultimately that's what led the decision there. Definitely your reaction just to the city of Cincinnati and just all the support, not just for the Bills but for Demar and everything you've seen around the city the last couple of years? Yeah, unbelievable. Um, it's bigger than football, obviously. It's, it's taking care of people. I think um, Cincinnati and Buffalo are, are very similar that way, just the communities and, and the way that the people are. And, and um, so, again, that's just been uh, – I'm not out and about, right? I'm, I'm here, so I don't I don't get to see all that. But um, I know what my wife tells me. I know what I've seen. And, and the, just the outpouring of support has been incredible. Um, it's not surprising. You know, just, you all know my feelings about Cincinnati. Um, people I know in Buffalo, it's the same way, you know. So, again, just, just two um, communities that have that have been there for each other. Um, and then on a larger scale, just the NFL community. You look at the other um, organizations, the players, the coaches, the fan bases. I think everybody has uh, appropriately um, done what's needed to be done here to, to support tomorrow. And, um, and, again, you know, we had a stadium full of people that, that were in a situation that's never happened before where – um, the game is called off for the night and, uh, people are left not knowing what to do. And for our, our fans to understand that and handle that the right way and just be supportive of the bills, I thought was, was very classy. And, um, that's, that's much appreciated by everybody involved. Zach, how's T handled this? T, T has, has handled it well, you know, and, and again, I, I'm not, um, standing next to him directly at all times, but, uh, my communication been with him is, is, um, is that, that he's doing okay. And really really hit you and you were emotional about it um well no i i, I think just seeing seeing their players um it, that that's what hit you is is just the gravity of the situation when you saw you know the reactions of them and um tb you know tb for me was um initially when i saw him and saw how far out there he was um the connection, the pit connection hit me um, so then I asked, that was the only conversation I think I had the entire time I was out there was TB. Did you know him? Yeah, that's my guy, you know, and, uh, that part hits you. Well, getting back on the field Sunday is one thing, but to get back on the field against that same team, seeing those same faces again, what, if, what's your stance on making that game? Up? Yeah, I don't, I don't, you know, what we're doing as a team right now is have to move forward to Baltimore and we'll let those decisions take place amongst those who want to make them. But, um. All that's really in front of us right now is to get ready for Baltimore on Sunday. Does it feel weird just like to put the to the side and start focus on football right now? Well, I think that's what we're tasked to do. you know. And again, you don't have to put it aside. It's it's um, our time in the building um, at the appropriate times is focused on Baltimore and getting ready for that game. And at the same time, there's still a place to have conversations with um, Benny Ray, our team chaplain, Eric Ball. Um, Peter Gansher, you know, there, there's a lot of people here that are great resources that have always been great resources and, and, uh, that have, that have always been prepared for, for, uh, moments that are less than ideal. And so I think that's, that's what everybody's done a great job of is communicating to make sure that there's an awareness that those resources are available. You can do two things at once. You can prepare for a football game on Sunday and you can still support DeMar, support those who who knew him and, and are, are dealing with some emotional stuff during this time. And, and I think that's, um, you know, so the, those resources are available, and our guys know that. Do you think it could give a player pause? You know, especially with this quick turnaround. I mean, you were a player. I, mean, with that, I, I can't, I can't speak for all them. You know, and, and again, that's those are decisions that everybody's got to make, and um, certainly welcome you welcoming know, all those choices the guys got I mean, so, to make. So, pay payback off that. So, if someone, what, what would the response be? If, you know, someone said, you know what, like, I just don't feel comfortable. Those are things that, as they come up, you address them. Know, let me let me get Mike real quick. Are you at all concerned, Zach? It's a physical the mental part of this impacting a player's acceptance of playing a physical game going forward? I think, I think people know what they're signing up for. And um, again, uh, this was a a tough situation. Um, My understanding, based on the information we have, it's, it's a one and one and very small chance of that happening. And so, um, you know, that's players that play football know that they, they know what they're getting into. Um, It's, it's, the less-than-ideal part of the game, but, but again, it's, it's a known part of the game. on that previous topic, do expect everyone hearing it? His players' process. Um, I do. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it.